How are we doing, people? It's Mark here from the Throwback Store, and you are tuned in to episode 16. 16! Of the Throwback Podcast. I'm here with my guy, Ginger Shack, in Pastures New today. Very, very, plain, very plain background. Normally, that's his job. Yeah. But, yeah, he's undercover. The cover of darkness. How are we doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, to be fair, mate. A couple of days left at work. Um, and then I've got Christmas Day off. And then back at work again for a nine-day slog. But, yeah. I've done all right this year. I'm off. I'm in Christmas Eve. Then I'm off Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and the day after. So I've got those three days off, which is nice. Never normally get uh, that. That's not uh, bad. That's not bad. But I'm in all New Year. Daddy complain. Yeah. Uh, but enough about us. NBA basketball was yeah. back last night. I'm gonna. It's gonna be what? What day is it today? Wednesday. Okay, so I'm gonna drop this tomorrow. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna drop this on the Spicy. Thursday, uh, which is Christmas Eve. A little Christmas Eve gift for the fans. Uh, like probably drop it about eight o'clock ish tomorrow. Something like that. Give me plenty of time to edit it and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be a bit, bit, bit of a quick turnaround. Uh, but, yeah, we had NBA basketball last night. Two games. Did you catch any of the games? Uh, I caught some of the highlights this morning. Um, do you know what? Like, we've just been, I said it on a previous pod, we've just been basketball starved. Like, we've just not had any hoops. And to have meaningful hoops back was was quite big. And uh, they were two quite interesting games because, obviously, there were storylines in both of them. Um, and, ju- yeah, I mean, the Nets look fucking good, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, Well, I don't know. Like, you don't want to blow smoke up people's asses, and you, as much as you want to turn around and be like, Oh, well, you know, the Warriors aren't at full strength. I'm not talking about how the Warriors played. I'm talking about the fact that, like, the Nets looked good. They did look good. They did. Uh, but like you say, you don't you don't know if the Warriors are just going to be dead. Like, I don't... The Warriors are so, just, like, a, a strange anomaly, aren't they, in that, like... Obviously, they had KD, but before that, I think, like, they took for granted the other players they had. The likes of Iguodala. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I think that... I think we've all took those for granted because when they've left, like like you say, like the likes of uh, Durant was there. uh, And it kind of didn't affect them in that way because they had all of the guys. They had Durant, Steph, Clay, Draymond, all fit, all healthy, all playing. And it was unbelievable. But without two of those, and with a and like not only without two of those, like you've got rid of Durant and you've got rid of Clay and you've added Wiggins <laughs> into the team. Which To say it's not the perfect fit is an understatement. Like he just doesn't seem like he fits that philosophy to me at all. 
I mean, at the minute, it's like Andrew Wiggins just doesn't fit the philosophy of being a professional basketball player. Yeah. Um, no, I do think he gets he gets a bit of a bit of a rough ride. Like the guy was, you know, drafted into he was drafted at Cleveland, traded to you know Minnesota, meant to be the next coming. They were meant to be the next big, massive monster of a young team with you know Cat Levine, Wiggins, um, you know. Uh, Chris Dunn it was meant to be you know all this big yeah. jazz and malarkey and it, it just didn't work um, and then obviously with Wiggins he kind of he just faded into obscurity yeah um, like you see with some players I'm and, sick um, of waiting I'm sick yeah, of waiting like you just kind of like you're like this is going to be it this is going to be it and then you're like it's not um, he gives me like Kyle Lowry vibes. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Do you know how Kyle Lowry, like, if you were to talk to people, like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Kyle Lowry, quite new to the league. You're like, this is like when he's good in in Toronto. Yeah. Like, will he end? Like, he's been around for years. Like, you know, he's yeah. played at teams before. Like, you know, like, he just took a little bit longer to mature into his game than other people. Exactly, um, exactly. And, and some players are like that. Some players are like that, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, like, you shouldn't... It shouldn't take your... Uh, what is it, nearly? Like, is this, what's his fifth, sixth year in the league? The 2000... You know what yeah, I mean? Will be, yeah, yeah. Like, I it shouldn't take you that long. They've got... And, and they've got other they've got other pieces there in... in a, Wiseman looked good last night from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I like Kelly Oubre. It's just it's just getting them, the, them to fit. Like, I don't think this bombing threes is going to work this year without Clay. Like, I just think they're going to have to adapt their basketball style to fit the sum of what the team is at the moment. And, it's a bit of a detached team in that you've got loads of new parts coming together and the core isn't really a huge core now. It's only Steph and Draymond, really. Uh, and that and that's the thing. I think like what's been interesting is Draymond Green being talked about as like, you know, a defensive ju- juggernaut and he won, you know, I think it was two two yeah. defensive player of the years. And you're like, you know, Draymond's the, the the fucking real deal. Like, he's that, you know, he's that defensive player. Of the year. He isn't the biggest guy on the court, but he's like, you know, he's a he's a presence. And then you get rid of KD, and you know, people go out injured, and all of a sudden it's like Draymond fucking what? Who? Like, exactly. he's just he's just not getting the. I don't know. Like at the end of the day, like, I think if the Warriors don't do it this year. Or potentially Clay Thompson being injured is saving Steve Kerr's job. Possibly, yeah, definitely. I agree. Do you know with what that. I mean? But because anyway. like it's one of them ones where it's like, do you know what I mean? Like if you're playing football and you had Messi, Ronaldo, Zidane, Ronaldinho, and like all the best players in the world, and you were winning. Like Zidane, yeah. to be fair, Zidane at Real yeah. Madrid. Yeah. Where you're like best manager in the world and you're like, Well, it's hard to fuck it up, isn't it? Yeah, when he's got all the best players. So, like, you know, you almost get that kind of thing about Steve Kerr. And a lot of people that know that now are saying, I mean, maybe Steve Kerr isn't the best coach in the league. He's just been credited with having a great team. 
But yeah. let's talk about the Battle of LA. Yeah, well, exactly. So, just for anybody who didn't know, spoiler alert, the net battered the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. And then... Just a little bit. Yeah, we move over to... Paul George and his MVP season. Hey, 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 Paul George come out last night, balled out. Uh, the Clippers beat the Lakers. The Clippers look good. The Lakers didn't look great at the beginning of last season, remember? And they've added a lot of parts. So let's not let let's not look look too too much into this, but. Paul George looked like he was in mid-season flow, so I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it looked to me like he had a point to prove, and if he and if he keeps with that all year, it could be an MVP season. 33 points, I think he had last night. Let me just have a quick look. 33-6-3. You, you have to laugh, though, because do you know what I mean? Like, There's nothing worse than like, and here we are at the LA Lakers ring ceremony. Get given the rings. And then the Clippers wipe them out. <laughs> and then get beat, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, not not great. Not not great. And like I'm I'm just looking down the team now. Uh LA Clippers. Nicholas Batum started last night. Clippers Nation. Pow pow. I don't know if you can win a championship with Nicholas Batum as your power forward. But equally, would you have said, I don't know if you can win a championship where your centres are JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard? Probably not, but they wasn't at the end of the year, was they? Because <laughs> none of them really got... But, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, it, it just, to that, looking at that team, it just, it, that just looks disjointed as well. But I mean, um, I think we are probably. Like, I'm going to call it now. We're recording this at about half past twelve on Wednesday, so the yes. game's not been in the books for longer than eight hours or whatever, you know. And uh, I am waiting for numerous Lakers accounts, numerous Lakers fans, LeBron stands to go. Yeah, but. <clears throat> We want a chip, so we play the season longest. We've had less of a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and do you know what? Like, yeah, I understand. Fuck that. off. <laughs> fuck off. Like you're the champions. Deal with it. Like, Everybody's in the same I mean? boat. Like, in Miami, let's not take like Miami. Jimmy Butler looked like he was the Walking Dead by the end of that series. Like. Miami are going to be... You, you, you do just kind of think, like, you just kind of get into the rhetoric where you're just a little bit like, get what you're saying, but, like, let's not let's not start making excuses for teams after the first game of the season. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, are we going to get 10 games into the season and the Lakers are, like, four and six and be like, well, you know, technically we worked an extra two and a half weeks. Does it work like that? Do you think I can get away with that and say that to my boss? I know, yeah. Like, well, you yeah. see, the thing is, Gaffer, like, my performance is a little bit poor at a minute because, like, Joanne's only done an eight-hour shift twice last week and I've done four ten-hour shifts. 
So, you know, it's not technically my fault that someone's died of a medication overdose because, you know, Joanne got more time off. Well, hey, maybe that, maybe that's what it is. Disclaimer, I have not killed anyone with a medication overdose. And I don't know who Joanne is either. Just made her up. The bitch that had time off. Yeah, but we've got uh, tonight's games. A lot more games tonight. Your sixes are back tonight. I know, I know, I know. Against the Wizards team. Uh, do you know what? I'm as excited to see the Wizards as I am to see the Sixers, so I'm really happy that that's our first game because like, I'm really excited to see how the Wizards do this year. Kind of rooting for the Wizards a little bit. But it's funny you say that, and this isn't planned in the slightest. My bows have got the Hawks. Oh, yeah. And you... I'm so excited to see yeah. like, the Hawks team because I was like, think they're yeah. going to be a... Sl- I mean, obviously... Like, I'm excited for the Hawks in the future. They're going to get pounded tonight, but, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm stoked for that. I'm stoked that we're, that we're playing that we're playing the Wizards. Uh, some other big games tonight, really, when you look at it, like the likes of the Celtics and Bucks. It'll be a good game. And uh, the Rockets and Thunder, both teams without a star. Because James Harden was in the strip club last night. I don't know if you've seen the video, they've seen the footage. I have, I have. Yeah. I've seen the footage, and I'm waiting for. Because like, I want to know who's giving him that suitcase. Who's giving it him? Yeah, somebody who's giving well, him a, a suitcase. Yeah. I don't know who it was. <sighs> probably Uzi Baby and Lil Vert. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but um, I mean, to be fair, like. He's just on it. He's just on a different level at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, he's not. A like, do you know when you know when you just sit there and you go like, "There's self sabotage." And I, I know, I know. And then there's like, what James Harden's doing? Like, what are you trying to do? You're just trying to get like cancelled. He'll go. He'll end up in New York, and then he'll be. And then he'll be made up, won't he? Like, they'll be like. They'll be like. We've traded you, James. You better start looking at apartments in New York. And they'd be like, get in. They'd be like, not with the Knicks. Yeah. With You're the Knicks. With the Brooklyn Sun. We've, we've traded you for Kevin Knox and Alonzo Trier. <laughs> and then what we're going to do is we're going to wave them both. Yep. And then we're going to bring in Yanis. We're going to bring in... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't get it. Like, there's not being happy with your organisation. There was obviously talk about the fact that he pinged a basketball at one of the rookies. Um, I'm starting to get to the point now where, like... You're fed up with it. Or maybe this is like my... No, no, man, my opposite. Like, my professional side of me is like... Is James Harden all right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, because we're talking about a player that was killer focused. All about all about, you know, wanting to get success. On so his now own, he's just well, kind of like on his own. He, the reason he left the Thunder initially was so he could kind of make it in the league on his own. And do you know what I mean? It's almost like I feel like the fame's gone to his head. He's like, you know, I'm on like borderline fifth signature shoe, I'm an MVP, I've got one of the biggest contracts in NBA history. I should be getting the respect I deserve. Like, 
you know, I should get the teammates I deserve. Well, do you know what, mate? Fuck off. Because, like, in that respect, like, your teammates over there, X, Y, and Z, do you know what I mean? Like, you've had some sensational teammates. You've had Chris Paul. Like, you know, you've had Russell Westbrook. Like, if Chris not Paul many teams. Injured, if Chris Paul hadn't got injured that year, he could have had a probably, Yeah. Like, and you do look at it and you go, do you know what? Like, there's not many teams that have had, in recent times, that have had two MVPs within five years of each other, three years of each other. Yeah. Playing on the same team. Um so I don't know, but I'm generally like starting to just get a little bit worried about him and just think like maybe he's just going off the rails. Just not, yeah, Go. just like not coping well with something. Do you know what I mean? Because like it's uncharacteristic behaviour. And well, he's just all over the grid. Going the strip club and stuff isn't uncharacteristic behaviour. Like he's always loved a strip club. The problem yeah, is yeah. now with COVID and everything, you're putting your teammates at risk. Like I was I was watching something the other day about just going on a completely different sport about Newcastle and uh, the two players there, uh, St. Maxim and Lascelles, have got this like uh, long-term effects of COVID. So I didn't really know much about the long-term effects of COVID. I just assumed like once you were sorted, you were sorted and that was it. Because that's what happened uh, to my missus. So that's what happened so to actually like see what what's happening with them and Steve Bruce was saying like he they, they can't walk up the street like the walking and they're exhausted and lethargic and these are top top professional athletes so if you have somebody like James Arden who's not taking this seriously on the back of, well, it won't affect me. It's very, very selfish, is, is my standpoint. And I think, I think that's a lot of the issue, like, for me, is that sort of, like, just kind of, like, like, we're not talking about, like, Dave that works at, like, B&M or Asda. Yeah. And he's like, do you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, I don't get paid enough. Yeah. Whatever, you know, like, you're an asshole as well, Dave, and, and, you know, whatever. But, like, James Harden, like, it's a global pandemic. You've got million-pound sponsors. You're on millions of pounds a year. Someone like Colin Kaepernick lost his contract for standing up for his civil rights. You're going to lose yours for going the strip. And you're going to lose yours for being a twat. Yeah. Yeah. For like going, do you know what? Like, I'm going to ping balls at rookies and I'm going to tear up at strip clubs. I'm going to break every pro. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like the NBA gave him a big old fine. Oh, yeah. Like, because no how best. many times can they, like, how many times can they do the like, just how many times can they do it? Like, you know, he's just come back. Like, he's just out of isolation for like five days. Isn't like, it- James Harden, you are that rich. Build a pole in your house and hire some strippers to live with you. Yeah. Yeah. But get, get yourself a chef that cooks your chicken wings. The wings can't be that good. The wings can't be that good. That's all I'm going to say. The wings can't be that good. The chicken wings can't be that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I just think, like, I don't really want to talk about James Harden anymore because... 
I actually think it's a waste of conversation to an extent because in all honesty, we are in the middle of a global pandemic where millions of people are dying, losing their jobs. Some are long-term health effects seriously affecting their mental health. And you've got somebody that's probably in one of the most privileged positions possible, being paid hundreds of millions of pounds a year, have corporate sponsors loved and adored by thousands and millions of people around the world thinking that it could be an absolute A-grade twat. Yeah, exactly. And that that's kind of where I where I stand as well. It's like, come on, come on, like, but hey, here we are. This is what we're dealing with. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Sixers tonight and, and the Wizards. Westbrook looks like he's happy with with uh, is it Scott Brooks who's the coach? Uh, Long time you know. coach. Yeah, I can't remember. Don't Gonna say it is because I know. Uh, he seems happy. Seems like he's enjoying himself. Some videos of him. Uh, in practice, looking happy, healthy, laughing, joking. But this is what all his teammates say. He's like, uh, all his teammates love Russell Westbrook. He so, just generally seems like he seems like a real good teammate. Yeah, uh, like just, don't get me wrong. When he when he's on the court in a full game, like he's a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, like he's going for your rebounds and things like that, and he's you know. But all in all, he, he generally does seem like he is quite quite a nice person. Um, yeah. And yeah, like Russ is he's he's a he's a beloved player, like he's cemented Hall of Fame status, shall we say, to an extent. It's Well, I think so. He, with that triple double the triple double triple double himself. records, he's won an MVP. If you give like, him I mean, if you give him T Mac one, you give him Russell Westbrook one. But I mean to be fair, while we're kinda of mentioning Hall of Fame, I mean they've just announced that there's three players eligible. Um, for this year's Hall of Fame, and it's Paul Pierce, Chris Bosch, and Chauncey Billups. Oh, Chaunce! I hope Chauncey and Bosch get it. Chris Paul Pierce is annoying me now. Not just because he's a Celtic player; like I loved him as a player. He's just like some of his takes, and like he's always talking about himself. And that 2008 Celtics team, has there ever been a team? I did put this on Twitter a while ago. Has there been a team that has won a championship and celebrated it for longer? They go for a dinner every year to celebrate the championship. Like, grow up. It was 12 years ago. Like, And before that, your last championship was in, in I don't know, the 80s. So... Yeah, just not Paul Pierce, but I hope Bosch gets it uh, with his because he was really underrated in Miami. And Chauncey Billups is just missed a big shot, isn't he? And he's a lovely bloke. Yeah, well, have you met Chauncey Billups? Yeah, yeah, he's a very nice guy. There you go. So, lovely guy as well. He does seem really nice, actually. Uh, I watched, was he, he was in the he was on the Marbury documentary, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, and he, he seemed he seemed like a really really nice guy. So big up the three. It, they'll all end up all of famous eventually, anyway. Uh, probably this year, but let's see. Probably. <clears throat> Probs. Uh, talked a lot of basketball. A uh, couple of fits from last night. Uh, we have Serge Ibaka. We're in, we're in a bit of a madness, but 
pulled. Do you know what it is? People who are tall just look better in clothes, don't they? Is what I've found. Yeah. Like, well, if I turned up like that, yeah, I'm gonna look like a slightly deranged geography teacher. Yeah, but Serge has got like he's got a fedora on. Uh, strong choice. Yeah, f- strong choice. He likes a hat though. He's always liked a hat. Ibaka, he he's always he liked a hat. The other good thing that you can play with these fits this year is guess the player. It's a little bit like guess who because they've got a mask on and a lot of them wear hats or hoodies now. It's like, if they don't tell you who the player is, you're kind of playing guess the player as well. Uh, but yeah, Abaka's got like a white uh, Givenchy t-shirt with some uh, blue pinstripe pants, a satchel uh, and a fedora, which was which was pretty cool. Uh, I think it's quite a sharp outfit. Like, you know what I mean? Like first game, is in, you know, the fashion capital of, of, you know, that is conference in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got to look a little bit bougie, Beverly Hills and all that. Well, exactly. And, uh, I, th- I think your backer has uh, he's pulled out of the bag, to be fair. Yeah, I think he looks he looks cool. Uh, the other one is that we've picked out, when I say we, I mean you, uh, is a really dope fit, in my opinion, like a really comfy, uh, really really comfy, cuddly, uh, like it's like a onesie material, isn't it? It looks like, like uh, it, it's obviously DeAndre Jordan in this like furry kind of like thermal camo two piece and a pair kind of converse, of thing. I think, and a pair of converse. And like I look at that and I'm like. I wish I had the spuds to go out in that. Yeah, I look at it and I think, oh God, he's warm. I bet he's warm. Yeah, he's sweating. He's sweat like his pits are moist. Yeah. But um, if you look at that picture, right, I'm just looking at it now. And then behind him, you've got who, I, who I'm gonna guess is Jarrett Allen just because of his hair, uh, because obviously he's got a mask on as well. In just a black hoodie and a pair of grey Nike joggers, and that's it. Like it's like the equivalent of like. I mean, the one I nearly sent, the one I nearly sent you, because obviously we didn't have much. Uh, shout out league fits for the pictures. Um, we didn't have much, but uh, everyone was kind of wanting the Kelly Oubre fit. Yeah, but nobody could find it anywhere. Um, Karis Levert. Like after this pod, check out Karis Levert's because like. Well, I'm gonna that was a now. madness. We're after like. It was just a bit, it just, like, nah. Nah. Just, I don't even know. Like. Just nah. You've gone over the top committed. It was like this thick knit jumper that was, like, raggedy. I think it was some, like, tie-dye jeans and a denim mask and, like, a bobble hat. It was just a bit, it was more kind of like Crazy Catwoman than uh, than NBA Superstar. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look at that. I will look at it, I will find it, and I'll put it on here as well so you can see it. Uh, I think we're going to move into questions. Let's do it. Uh, I've got a big, long question of Mark... I'm going to say his name's Mark Follows. Yeah, Mark Follows. 
Uh, and he sent me this on Twitter and he said, Hi, Mark, hope you're good. Big fan of the store and the podcast. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, I have a question for the podcast. What players would you and Ginger, Sh- Ginger Shack like to see in person and what arenas would you like to go to? And then he explained explains that he had the chance to go to San Francisco at the Chase Centre in February. Seeing the Warriors beat the Lakers in the heat. Loved seeing AD, Jimmy Buckets, Bam, Draymond. But seeing LeBron in action was like a massive thing. And so I'll let you go first. Who, what players and what arenas would you like to go to? I'd obviously love to go to United Centre. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go to United Centre. Love to see the Bulls play regardless of what. Um, you know, outfit we wear at that time. Uh, players in particular, I'd love to see. Um, I was never fortunate enough because I'm aged to see MJ play. I never seen Kobe play. Um, so I'd love to see LeBron play. Um, that would be a that would be like a bucket list moment to see LeBron LeBron in person. Um, to to meet, I'd love to meet Dame Lillard. Yeah. Um, he's probably he's probably up there like outside of kind of Bulls players and whatever like I've always had a soft spot for Dane yeah um, you know uh, obviously I'd like to meet the GOAT Doug McDermott yeah um, yeah I mean the list is very long. I have been fortunate enough to meet some players and stuff but um, I'd love to meet yeah obviously like all time like legend players, there's yeah, loads you'd yeah. love to meet. Yeah, I but, think like, we're talking about players who are still like, but I'd love to go to the United Center. I'd, I'd also, to be fair, I'd love to go to um, I would love to go to the Barclays Center. Yeah, uh, I've had um, I've, never, I've never watched a game at the Barclays Center, but uh, watched Jay Z there. That was that was a great, and one. I'd be interested just because it's a very very new arena to go in there. Uh, probably either see the Bucks or the Hawks play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, a little bit of probably a little bit more history behind mine. Staples Centre, TD Garden. Uh, just just because it's the Celtics in in Boston, there's a lot of history there. Uh, I'd also like to go to the United Centre. Uh, I'd like to do that. Players, I'd love to watch. I had the chance to see. Two of the three that you haven't had a chance to see. I've seen Colby and LeBron uh, play for Team USA in Manchester before the 2012 Olympics, which was cool. It was like LeBron, Colby, KD, uh, Westbrook, um, Melo, I think, was there. Lou Aldeng was there. Joel Freeland was there. AD. Well, AD. AD was there. AD was there, yeah, straight from... He hadn't even been drafted, yeah, like straight from college. Yeah, yeah, AD. So I had a chance to see a lot of players. Players who I'd really like to see now, I'd like to watch Luka Doncic live. I'd like to watch Dame, like you say. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Trey Young live. I'd like to see... uh, John Moran. Jamaran live, uh, but that, that, that yeah, I think that's it. Probably, uh, I had the chance to see Jason Tatum this time last year. I've had the chance to see uh, Embiid and Simmons. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
obviously legendary players. I'd have loved to have seen Jordan. I'd love, I'd love to have seen Iverson. Didn't get the chance to see either, unfortunately. But great question. Very good question. Sorry. Really enjoyed Very that good. one. Uh, next question. Next question. Next. Here we go. If you were starting a new league in the UK, what 10 cities would have the have teams and what colour jerseys? Obviously, you've got to start small until you get the sport isotonic, until you get the sport isotonic drink sponsorship and TV contract with Dave until you expand the league. Uh, so you'd probably go, you'd probably go the down, down the path of affiliating your basketball team with your local football teams, I'd think. This was my this was my this yeah. was my thought, right, when I've thought about the BBL and how it's not working and so there's a, a club in St. Helens called Saints uh basketball club and uh they've affiliated with the rugby team. Uh, obviously we've got a really famous rugby team in St. Helens. Uh champions again this year uh and yeah we affiliated with the rug they affiliated with the rugby team which i thought was a, a brilliant idea and it did get my like my my thoughts going a little bit because everton always had a basketball team uh, and that was affiliated to the football team but with the bbl so the man united. yeah so the man united yeah there was there was but they stood alone Whereas yeah. I think if you affiliate with the team, the other thing on that is if you affiliate with the team, the kind of church sponsors and stuff would be great because if it, if it, if it was like Man United, I'm sure Man United fans would buy a Man United jersey to go on holiday with and the same with Chelsea or the same with Arsenal. So that's the route I'd go down. To choose 10 cities, it'd be it'd be difficult, but... Your ten teams, I'd just use the ten most popular football teams, and I mean, obviously, you'd want to hit all the big, the big points in in the UK. So you are going to want a team in Newcastle. You're probably going to want two or three in London, a bit Birmingham. like the football. Birmingham. Um, you're going to want Liverpool, Manchester. You're probably going to want a little bit further field, you know, East Bristol. Midlands or sort of. Bristol. You know, places like that, like. You know, uh, well, pretty much where the BBL is kind of touching. To be yeah, fair. But, but, that, um, but but at the same time, like it'd be nice for them to to have that affiliation. Like one of the cool things that I've always noticed about NBA London is whenever the teams come over, it was always during a uh, like the League Cup. So there was always a League Cup game on, and by by sheer genius, there was always a London team in one of the semis or quarters. Yeah. So you know, like I remember the Nuggets going to see Arsenal play a bit more, but that again is because Stan Kroenke owned yeah, both. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the the Celtics went to go and see Chelsea play. You know, things like that. Like it's always been a good vibe, and yeah, yeah. I think if you do patch them together, like like you imagine if like Manchester Giants, like they're they're not the smallest of the teams in the league anyway now. Be imagine if, say, like Marcus Rashford, and like went and bought the Manchester Giants, and bought a game, like put a big share in them. You crack on, you know. You look at, I don't know, we'll say like Trent Alexander-Arnold buying like, you know, 
a, a basketball team. Uh, you know, you look at like London, if like the London Lions or like there's another London team that got bought by like, you know, like Obama Yang and like, you know, and all these like yeah. assortment of football players. Exactly. Like, you're going to go here and play. I mean, I'll even say if a basketball team got bought by Jack Grealish in Birmingham. Yeah. Like, you know, people would go and see it. It's that kind of vibe factor. It's that, oh yeah, like, you know, and you could probably pull in some of that celebrity contacts to come That's in. That's exactly what you know is because if there's a you know chance, I mean? like have a celeb row and things like that. And like you look at some players have got deals with same sports brands, and you know, so you look at Trent Alexander Arnold, who's an Under Armour athlete, yeah, and got sent a congratulations video for winning the league by Stephen Curry. Exactly, and he had Steph Curry, he had Steph Curry, you know, in his in his box at Anfield and. You know, that'd be that'd like blow the roof off the place. This you is know what I mean? And, that is that is exactly but, my point. Like these But again, it does all kind of stem down to like you said, the money and we, we, we touched on the BBL before and we don't really want to carry watched. on going down that route because it nobody, nobody watched. So Yeah. But it's but it but it does make sense in the fact that if there is a chance that you're gonna have a Marcus Rashford, Rashford a Bruno Fernandez a Kevin De Bruyne, a Aubameyang, a these big stars in the league, a Salah. If there's going to be a chance they're going to be at a game, it's going to get people to come to those games. You know, Do you know I mean, even if the football team's based near it, so like, come on now, like, if you're a West Ham fan, go support the London Lions. Declan Rice, like someone like him, go buy yeah. the London Lions. Like it's just down the road. Like it's in the go same area. There. Over the road, you know, there's a lot of basketball players, and oh, sorry, a lot of football players that love basketball. So, yeah, definitely. One more question, and then we're done for Christmas. It's over. Done. We may come back in the new year. We've not decided yet. Only depends if Mark makes it for a new year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've just been the shop. Then I may not make it. Uh, <laughs> So, this one is from Sam Blake. Mr. Murray and Mr. Krushank, what is up? Are we, as we know, 80s and 90s basketball was probably the most physical, but what, in your opinion, have been the best brawls throughout the years of the NBA? And also, who is your ultimate hard man? Do you want to go? Best brawl. It's always got to be malice in the palace. Yes. Go like, just brilliant. like you say malice in the palace, you immediately know what it is. You say rumble in the jungle, you immediately know what it is. Like the malice in the palace. You know what I mean? Always be undefeated. I did like but the old. I will, like always, I will always have a little bit of respect for uh, Ben Simmons' pathetic rear naked choke. I didn't um, like Ben Simmons. Shout out to Ben, by the way. I didn't like Ben Simmons when he tried to fight James James Johnson. That could that, you know when you're like, no Ben, oh, just leave that one, Ben. Yeah, he's, one. Like, <laughs> he's the wrong, he's the wrong guy. You, you you're going the wrong way. Just not. Like, that you know, let's have a scrap. Do you know what? Like, I'm going to pick the fucking MMA fight in Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Yeah, you not do that, case. Ben. I'll be over here. Uh, but well, yeah. Go spot Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go slap oh, about like Frank Kaminsky. Do someone yeah. like that. Go on it, Tyler Hero. But don't touch him. Push, push, push over Jared Dudley. Yeah. Well, I know your dad's probably said to you, 
Like, you find the biggest bloke, you hit him first. That's fine, mate. And I know you've got Joel Embiid here, but, well, like, Joel's sick. fucking all arms and legs, isn't he? Yeah. He's like fucking Captain Spaghetti. He's going to get... He's, he's fucking useless. Yeah. Oh, my Mr. Tickle. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's too busy fucking tweeting it. He's like, James Johnson's a bitch-ass bitch. Yeah. Ben Simmons just there like that. Yeah. It's like when Hulk grabbed Loki and just started, like, <laughs> smashing him one side to the other. Uh, yeah. It'd be the freshly squeezed Prince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what he'll be. But no, uh, Ultimate Hard Man yes. has got to be, for me, the worm. Do you think so? Because I just don't think he gave a shit. He definitely didn't care. Uh, and I think, for me, that's... Like, obviously, I'm very biased being a Bulls fan. But, I mean, obviously, there's some fucking hard guys in the league. But I'd probably say, like, the one that's just kind of... I mean, you've just named probably the most handy of them. But Yeah, well, this is the thing. It's what... Where you, where, where'd, you, where'd you draw the line on somebody who's a hard man like because Wilt Chamberlain had fucked you up (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean like apparently he he just like pick Arnold Schwarzenegger up with one hand and stuff like that yeah Kareem Abdul-Jabbar trained with Bruce Lee yeah like do you know what I mean like if you're talking on the court if you're talking on the court, then yeah, you've got to be like, you know, keeping it within the constraints of what they're allowed to do at their time in the league. Let's go with Rodman. We'll call yeah. it Rodman. Uh, we'll say Malice in the Palace is our favourite. Rodman. So, honorary well, honorary just... second place, Ron Artest. Yeah, but what I was going to say is let's just call it the bad boy Pistons of horrible people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bastards. Yeah, they were. Worthy, horrible worthy. and they love that that's the thing <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so we'll go with the bad boy pistons and we'll go with the malice in the palace detroit joined in both uh i'm talking of another hard man ben wallace ben wallace was 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 a tough dude yeah. but yeah so we're done we hope you all have we're a done. fantastic christmas yes uh we might be we might be back in between Christmas and New Year. I don't know yet. Yeah, we might be. But if we're not, then we just want to say thank you for supporting this fledgling podcast. It has not been the easiest year for us all financially, emotionally, and mentally. Um, but we as a country have stuck together and as a community smashed through it. Basketball is back. Go and enjoy yourselves. Hug your loved ones if you can. If you cannot, then connect with them in a way that you can. Reach out to somebody if you feel like they're going to be alone because being lonely on Christmas is not a nice feeling. And secondly, on Christmas Day, enjoy it all. Enjoy your pigs and blankets followed by your pick and rolls. Yeah. So I have been Ginger Shack. Thank you. There's nothing more I can say. Uh, we'll, if we don't see you before, we'll see you in the new year. Thanks for all your support. Everything that Ginger Shack said... My inbox is always open. I'm sure Ginger Shacks is too. If you ever feel like you need somebody to talk to, if you ever feel like you just want to talk basketball, if you feel like you need to open up, if anything, I'll be there. Ginger Shack will be there. I know he will because he's been there for me and vice versa. So uh, we've lent on each other quite a bit this year. 
and if you need to lean on us we will 100% be there for you so yeah have a great Christmas have a great new year and we will see you very soon peace